0: Hello, welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 359, Trashed by Durf. My name is Eric, I'm Jason. Howdy. Hi. Hi, buddy. Hi. So, is, this, is his name just Durf? It's Durf it Back Durf. Is it? I mean, but none of that's his real name, right? Back Durf. Back Durf is? <laughs> yeah. But it's probably like Jeff. Jeff Back okay. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Okay but goes by Durf. That's his uh, stage name. That's his nickname. Yeah. Uh, At least according to uh, the previous book that we read by him on this show, uh, My Friend Dahmer, Mm -hmm. that was what all his friends called him. Hmm. His friend Dahmer called him that? Probably. And all their other friends who did not turn out to be serial (laughs) killers. (laughs) That would have been odd if it was like... Like, He was the only one? Yeah, it was that one. John Gacy, (laughs) Manson, and (laughs) Dahmer and him were all just pals. Well, I'm glad that wasn't the case. Yeah. Because yeah. he, you know, he may have been peer pressured <laughs> to murder people. Sure, sure. I, I can imagine that happening. Yeah. But luckily he just, uh, he took a different path. Yeah. As, as, as the role of a cartoonist. Yeah. That's a lot better for society than serial killer. I'd like and to think slightly so. less respected. <laughs> this is also true. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, this is our second DERF book. Yes, it is. Um, and, uh, I guess it's his newest book, right? Uh, Didn't we determine that? It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done a couple, like, comic-sized things since then. I'm um, not aware of that, but, uh, th- yeah, this uh, apparently came out in November 2015. So that that's mm-hmm. recent-ish. I think before that was uh, punk rock and trailer parks, and then before that, my friend Dahmer. This is what I believe the order of that is. I think I think the trailer park one's the first one. Is yeah. the first one? I think. Okay. So. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm what not positive. We, what not. do I? What do I care about what order these came out? That's <laughs> true. He yeah, has three I, books out. You can go get them. Right. He, and uh. And he might be working on the fourth one. Uh, probably. Yeah. That's that's the thing that people do, mm-hmm. is continue to work. He, he hasn't retired.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we should. <laughs> from so, this, at someone, least. Someone should. From, from from what we currently are doing, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. I and mean, we've amassed enough money doing this. Oh, that, sure. We, we could have retired <laughs> by now already. We just like doing it. We're like exactly. the car talk guys. Well, the one that's still, still alive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, we're also a lot like Jay Leno in that, uh, like, whatever money we make from this show, we, we don't spend. No. no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah, he, he doesn't spend his, uh, his, his he didn't spend his Tonight Show money. He, uh. spent the bank? Uh, just put it in the bank, and the the only money that uh, he he used was uh, the stand-up money that he would get. Really? He bought all those cars with stand-up money? Apparently. Wow. Or Doritos money. Oh, that's right. Yeah, As Bill Hicks uh, once told us about his Doritos uh yes. Which I vaguely remember. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. And of course, there's also all that money that he made from that movie he did with Pat Morita. <laughs> Jay Leno is the Karate Kid? <laughs> yep. Is he Cobra Kai? He's covered in that's He seems like he would be. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> There's a lot of late night talk show hosts who are terrible. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon. That guy that stole Reggie Watts from uh, Scott Ackerman. <sighs> yeah, the, the little British dude. Yeah. He's not very funny. He's not, and, uh, like. And you especially hate him because he stole Reggie Watts. Well, there's that too. And he also had uh, Sean Spicer on his show as well. Who's that? The, uh, oh, former press secretary that, yeah. for, uh, yeah. The angry, gum chewing Trump guy. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, trashed! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh. So, it's, it's, it's a tale.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, it's. It's uh so basically I guess it's loosely based on the experiences that Durf had when he was a, a trash collector in the early 80s or late 70s or something like 79 80 I think yeah. is what he says Yep. Yeah. but obviously it's fictionalized yeah. to to be a little funnier a little more interesting yeah and uh modernized as well right, right. like it takes place in the the modern day uh but yeah, so apparently Durf worked as a trash collector and uh uh this is uh sort of based on his experiences there and and uh we we uh we learned I think what we all pretty much guessed anyway, is that uh it's kind of a nasty job. I thought it was glamorous. I <laughs> know, actually <laughs> uh I remember when I was a kid this is either this is probably really adorable, but I remember my brother saying um Excuse me. That he wanted, when he grew up, he wanted to be a garbage collector. But, oh, really? Yeah. And this was when we were really young. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and his reason was that they only work one day a week. <laughs> and to me, that's still like the cute, <laughs> cutest, most adorable thing. Yeah, it is. It really is.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but as it turns out, they just go to different neighborhoods every day, <laughs> instead of just ours <laughs> once a week. Because <laughs> that—I mean—that is like kind of like how kids are. Like, yeah, they're, they're, we're the center of the earth when we're when we're a kid, you know. Yeah, it doesn't really change <laughs> when you're <laughs> older. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean the knowledge changes, but the the behavior doesn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so we realize now that. uh you know, trash collectors work every day, but, uh, we're still centered only on ourselves. Right, you know. yeah, exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> I always thought that was cool. Um, but so yeah. So, obviously, he changed his mind at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. before he even got his first job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, uh, uh, trashed trashed yeah i don't know where to start with this well i can i can start us. okay all right it's it starts out with kind of our it's like you know when you watch a movie and there's a guy that is constantly getting things explained to him right just so the viewer can have them explained sure. to him so it starts out with uh jb being a teenager and his mom making him get out of his tr- his room is pretty trashed and yeah, it's okay. like trash everywhere and, and and she tells him to go get a job, um, because he just dropped out of college. Dropped out, yeah. And uh, he, she tells him that they're hiring as a as city like, was it? They had a special name for it, like city. Uh, uh, like it didn't specifically say trash collector. Right. It was just like working like for civil, the city. civic, civil, civil servant. Yeah, civic engineers. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, so he he gets the job and and basically he becomes a trash man and um through his eyes we we are kind of you know we give we're given a view of that side of of that occupation yeah. like, like what they see and do every day and what they have to deal with yeah and and it's weird it's like this book is it kind of reminds me a lot of Richard Linklater movies where there's not like just like a story where You know, something needs to happen, and, like, they're trying to make something happen, and it happens, and it doesn't. It's more like just, you know, just follows him around in his, like, kind of daily life. It's it's more akin to a slice of life type of comic. Yeah. But but it is about a specific subject. And uh, in addition to all that, we also get uh, a lot of facts and figures about trash Uh, and uh, consumption and uh, uh, waste disposal. Right. And uh there is a lot to take in. Yeah. And a lot to, to try to remember, and I'm going to say right now, <laughs> neither of us do. <laughs> I think we get the ma- major impression of it, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that we throw away too much stuff. We throw away way too much stuff, and uh, it never ends. It and never it goes away. It never goes it's, away. It's somewhere. Yep. Um. Yeah, they talk about landfills and how, how long that stuff stays there, and... Uh, how they're kinda like carted away from the city. Like like our landfill in Dayton is, you know, kind of on the outskirts of Dayton. It's like towards Moraine. Yeah. Um I used to work right across the street from it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh the the T V station where I worked at was pretty much right there. Right. Uh and I can tell you for sure that on a hot Sunday night in the summer. That uh, smells good. It's amazing. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and also, there was a prison there, too. So, just the best of all worlds. Wow. TV stations, prisons, and landfills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a there's a park... Um, I think it's... I want to say it's... I can't remember which one it is. There's a park around here that um, is built on an old landfill. No. And... You know, stuff seeps up, you yeah, know, yeah. through the soil. Some like kids are running around barefoot in this park. Sometimes playing, yeah. like falling down, dropping their sandwiches, eating them. Like we're a gross society. We are. We're horrible. Um. So uh, throughout the entire book, and it's weird that you sort of picked this book because, uh, like, a week beforehand, I had actually watched a video like on YouTube. It was about, uh, you know, like, like, you know, something totally related to this, and I kept thinking about it throughout the book, and at the very end, he actually mentions the exact same thing that, that I had watched. Oh, yeah. And it's that, uh, I f- want to say it's, uh, Scandinavia? Uh, that they have invented a way where they. Oh, yeah, burn it to did, gas or Yeah, something. basically. And then they can use the gas to power stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, and I think they can get rid of like ninety three percent of all their waste through that. Wow, yeah. <clears throat> it's like that's amazing. Right, and we will never do that. Nope, nope, nope. We are just gonna live right on top of all that yeah. shit. <laughs> It'll surround us and live under us, and we'll jettison it. And... Yep. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of gross. Uh, but there is character development in this there book. Is. Yeah. I'm yeah. JB goes through all this shit like at the very beginning he's picking up bags that are like falling apart and maggots are falling all over his shoes and yep. just all kinds of wet, hot garbage and dog shit and yep. everything and he's like horrified by it all, but he slowly starts to become desensitized to it. Yeah. As he is, you know, deeper and deeper into the world of the trash collector. Yep. And uh I think the main purpose of this book other than to you know feed the reader like all these facts about garbage and everything and just sort of make you realize like what the horribleness we all have in store for us but it also does a lot to like I mean honestly like we know that people come up to pick our trash up and and throw it away to some place where we never have to look at it again right but like we never think about like the people who actually do it. Oh yeah. Right. And this book really illustrates that, you know, A, they're just regular dudes. And also how much crap they have to put up with. Oh my god. Like just aside from the, tra- the garbage oh, yeah. portion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not even just the trash, but there's so many things they have to deal with, like people trying to sneak crazy heavy stuff into the Right. Like you know, like engine parts and things and yep. You know, they have to lift all that and throw it into their truck. And then like they- they've got to do it throughout horrible weather conditions. Oh, yeah. You know, like the heat of the summer, the, like blizzards. They're hanging off the back of the truck in the winter. Right, yeah. Crazy shit. Uh, and then, you know, they also have to deal with just, like, you know, like anybody who works for, like, a large company. Like, they just have to deal with, like, corporate bullshit and then, like, you know... Uh, middle management and, you know, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking Nep- for? Nepotism. There's nepotism, but also, like, just, uh, you know, like, uh, delegating. Like, you know, just uh, people, like, deciding, oh, like, yeah. who get an assignment and then they're like, hey, hey you do it and so, Yeah, you know. right. Yeah, because there's all these municipal uh, waste jobs in this book where, you know, some of them are, you know, uh, like, pick, like, re-erecting gravestones that have fallen over, right. or like, you know, cleaning out ditches, and all these different things. Mowing public land, right. and stuff like that. But then the guys that have to just grab garbage, hot garbage, and right. toss it around for eight hours a day. Yeah. Uh, there were numerous times throughout this where I was horrified. Yeah. By, by the prospect of having... Of... You know, putting myself in the position if I had to do this oh, job, yeah. like, like, you know, scouring a baseball field to look for used condoms yeah, right, or, you know, dealing with 50 bags of dog shit uh, <laughs> or, or the thing that like, I honestly never even would have thought of the yellow torpedoes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I didn't know that term before, but I've heard of that. I've you know i've known truckers a few of them and i guess that yeah how, it, it even says at some point how many they pick up in a year and it was alarming it was like right it was like it was five digits of <laughs> of water bottles full of urine yeah. that they pick up off the side of the highway that's insane yeah I would- and and they said like they would like people would be mowing and they would Destroy them accidentally, not seeing them, and, spl- and splash all over their yeah. face while they're blowing, yeah. and just—it's yeah. so horrible. Yeah, mm. people are fucking monsters. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't even think about it too. It's yeah. not—it's not like the guy doing that is probably like, ah, "I'm gonna fuck somebody's day up." He's just like, "Man, I'm driving this truck, and I gotta get there. I'm gonna right. not make enough money. I gotta I'm just gonna pee in this thing, and you know." I don't know why they don't just throw them out when they get to the truck stop or whatever, but or you know wait till the drop. They get to the truck stop and pee in a toilet or a urinal, but they might be driving for like ten hours straight or Uh, something. But (laughs) yeah, but, but not even that. But it's just like you know with regular trash, you know how it's just like you know like like we don't think about it. Like we're just like oh you know here's this. Yeah, as long as it's in the can, it's right? Gone. Exactly. You know, like I'll just put it out in the the trash. They'll collect it, and like I never have to think about this yeah, again. Right. right. Yeah. It's like, oh, my newborn baby just shit all over you know these towels. Yeah. Like I'll just throw that out. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. I don't have to touch it anymore. Yep. Yep. Huh. Uh, yeah. Huh. So, so this book is a horror comic. <laughs> so we're kicking off October right. Right it is horrific because yeah it's just i mean it's pretty uh it's not like overly gratuitous uh-uh. but just enough that you know you can like your mind fills in the gaps you're yep. like oh i can smell that i can i can hear those maggots yep. writhing around oh my screen. god all that the stuff. maggots thing i distinctly remember like i think i was in the 6th grade or something like that and i was on my way to school and my dad asked me to, like, throw out the trash, like, while I was, you know, you know, cause, you know, it was right outside and I was going, walking to class anyway. Sure. And, uh, like, I opened the lid of the trash can and there were just maggots crawling all over the inside uh, of the lid. Uh, oh. And, like, I, I can see it right now yeah. as I'm telling you this. And, like, it... it's horrifying. horrifying. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, it is alarming. <laughs> uh. Man, yeah. And, and, and like, so, like, in, like, the first three or four pages of this book, like, you know, J.B., the character, you know, like we say, uh, his mom is, like, forcing him to get a job. And, uh like, he literally calls and gets the job. Like, no interview, no nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, come on in. Yeah, he's just a warm body, yeah. like, that was slightly willing to fill the position. Oh, yeah. And... Like, it's one of those things where, like, you know, like, I, I don't like my job, but, like, I also realize that my job is fucking cushy. <laughs> but, like, you know, if I were to lose it and I needed something, like, I would never think to become, like, a trash collector. Right. Because, you know, part of it is, like, well, it's gross, and then also, like, I'm better than that. But, like, at the same time, like, if you're super desperate, like, clearly... Oh yeah. You could just call and get that job like, oh, yeah. no matter what. You could walk in that day. Right. Yeah. Well the 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 thing is too, like you just said, like that is like un- unfortunately it is the way people think that, you know, uh it's such a shit job you just associate the person with the right. shittiness. So you're like, ugh. I wouldn't want to. You know, I'm, you know, like you said, I'm better than that. And right. Like, yeah. I'm not like attacking you. I'm just saying that's what everyone. No. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like, like, there's a scene in the book where JB is at a diner and taking a break or something for lunch, and he sees this girl Beth that he went to school with and he hadn't seen her in forever, and like, you know, he says like, "Hey, you want to go out sometime?" And she's she's like talking to him, and she's like, "What do you do now?" And he's like, "Well, I'm a trash collector." And she's like, right. "Oh," and he also smells horrible. Yeah, he smells yeah. bad. Yeah. But I mean, he could have been at a punk rock show, you know? sure. But <laughs> that smells like garbage. <laughs> and and she, uh, Derv probably knows that. <laughs> right? He's been to both. <laughs> and so she's like, ah, never mind. She like stops talking. Him. And like that is like a stigma, you know? Like here, these people are out doing this punishing daily routine, right? And then the thanks they get is, you know,
1: you know, and they're yeah. doing that for
0: yeah. everyone, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the people just like shit on on them and. Just think they're low and... Right. And, I mean, they're also kind of invisible. Like, I mean, we see, you know... The results. We see the results, but, we, we you know, we see trash trucks, like, you know, occasionally. But, like, usually when the trash pickup day is, like, we're at work. Right. So, like, we leave the can out and then, like, magically the trash inside disappears. Yeah, and yeah. then when we get home, we bring it back to the, you know, the curb. Right. You know. Or, like, you know, me, like, I live in an apartment building, so I just have a dumpster. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, they come at, like, you know, 4.30 on, like, a Tuesday. So, like, you know, I'm just waking up, and they're gone by the time, like, I even, you know, know that it's there. Yeah, I can, like, I usually hear them in the morning. Right. I I never even see them. Because I'm still at home when they come, but. Right. And, uh, so, you know, like, like, you know, we rarely even have like you know like a face to associate right. with like you know our garbage disappearing. You know the only face I ever have uh, associated with it is there's a dude. Your the that- ex-girlfriend? <laughs> 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 there's a dude that shops at my work, and he's shopped there forever, and he's he's a waste management removal whatever you know. Right. But they don't call him garbage man anymore. Yeah. yeah. But um, and and he never like. I mean he's coming with his work uniform on, but I don't know if he drives the truck or something i've i've never he's never like smelled like hot garbage or anything right but that's clearly his job and uh and and the crazy thing though that I wouldn't have thought um he spends a lot of money like he buys like super expensive sports card boxes. I imagine that these guys have to get paid quite a bit i mean just you know the amount of work that they have to do uh the fact that at least in our area, it is a government job. Right. Uh, you know, I know that there are private, you know, uh, waste disposal, right. you know, uh, companies, but I think in our area it's definitely a, go- a government position. I mean, they at least get good benefits, and they have to get it paid, for right. sure. And then I'm, I'm guessing there's probably a union as well. I mean, I, get, I don't think he ever, like, there's a ton of statistics in this book, but the one that I was not in there was you know how much they get paid but I, right i feel like they alluded to the fact that they're not very rich cuz they're like yeah, sh- sharing shitty apartments with each other yeah. and, you know all well, this. also you know they they are like low man on the totem pole right. too that's you true know, you know spoiler for the end of this book you know jb uh uh sticks it out as a garbage man and uh he gets a full-time salary position right which i'm sure is probably yeah probably you know, pays a little well yeah you know. Uh, but I'm sure, you know, the flunkies who have to like actually like, you know, grab the hot garbage off the street <laughs> is probably, you know, paid a little less than the guy who gets to drive the truck yeah. or, or, or like at least that's up. how it's set up in this book. Or maybe the guy that shops my work is kind of like, like, like JB's boss on this, you know, it, you know, it is, you know, a trash guy and he's like out there doing stuff, But right. but he's more like making sure everyone else is doing their job. Right. And, uh, so yeah, it could be that as well. Yeah. And also, like you know, I don't know if you have uh, been there, but I've been there a couple times uh, to our to our dump here in uh oh, yeah. in Dayton. Oh yeah, out by the uh, the Walmart and Moraine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right behind the Walmart. Yeah, it is. It really is. Which also makes a good bit of sense. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's like the very first time that I ever went there, and uh, like it was not what I expected it to be. Right. And, uh, like it, it's basically, and they actually describe them in this book too. Uh, it's, it's like a building where like, you know, like they basically like, you know, trash trucks come in and they just like dump out the garbage. And then there's like plows (laughs) that like push them into a ditch. Right. And, uh, but like, you know, as a private citizen, like you can, just drive into there too, and just empty a shitload of your trash right. in there, and uh, you know they they charge you by the pound or whatever. I've only been there to, because there's a recycle center, you know, like as, as part of that whole yeah. thing. I've been there a lot for my work to recycle, but I've never dumped the trash stuff there. Oh yeah, like uh, you know, like when like just recently, like you know, I I bought a new bed and so I had to get rid of the old one, and, you know, like, I live in an apartment, so I can't just arrange for them to come pick it up, Yeah. so, like, I'd uh, rent a U-Haul and uh, drag it out there, and, uh, yeah, you just drive in, like, they weigh your truck or whatever, like, on your way in, like, you go in, they tell, like, point you to, like, a corner, and you say, okay, just go over there, back up to it, you know, and then you, like, Unload your crap like right out onto the floor. Wow! And then like you drive out, and then they weigh your truck again to see how much lighter you are, and you know they charge you like by the pound, basically. Wow! And it's like it literally like was like five dollars to like you know get Dump rid it of on, really, yeah. Wow! Uh, and yeah, I've done that like three or four times at this point, and like it's always just a weird experience, right? Because uh, couple times i've been there like early in the morning and you know like like every space was like pretty much open like there's a couple people there like dumping stuff but then like one time i went there like four o'clock in the afternoon and it was like you pull in and then there's just trash and it's like okay there's like very little room to maneuver but you know there's like uh, kind of an empty space over there yeah just big random trash piles everywhere yeah but they're like constantly just like these plows like Pushing shit into a ditch. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 terrible. Yeah. Um do you mind if I read a couple of the statistics? Oh, okay, sure. So the, the I think the like fun one that you're you know, the first statistic or or like history lesson or whatever, you're like, Oh, this is kinda neat. It's like the history of garbage. It shows like, you know, how ancient man dealt with garbage and like um the first dump dates back to 3000 BC and yeah. like stuff, stuff like that. And, you know, like, you know, how they, um, like, uh, just how people used to leave piles of garbage outside their city walls and, right. you know, just all that stuff. And like, you know, how it slowly became more thoughtful and Benjamin Franklin organized stuff in the late 1700s and, um, Philadelphia was like the first place to, to, uh, have a, you know, sanitation or whatever, but, but, uh, but then it gets creepier, <laughs> <laughs> like when you find out stuff like, uh, like it says, the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency's records show that, um, in 1960, each of us tossed out 2.7 pounds of garbage after recycling, um, uh, is that Daily? I think that's daily. I would imagine daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah each day. Um, let's see. Let's see, where does it say today's? So I'm trying to find today's. Uh, well, it says they haven't analyzed it since 2012, but they said, uh, oh, I'm this to is, is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we throw away. A, a, we recycle like way more, but we're basically throwing a, throwing away a way more, way yeah. more. Um, I can't find the number here. And I'm, also, they, they talk about recycling too, and uh, that it's even though we do a lot more of it than than we have in the past, it also hasn't really made any kind of difference. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. As much as we recycle. Um, yeah, like one of the facts was. Um, the average child will go through up to 8,000 diapers before being potty trained. That totals 18 billion diapers heading to the landfill every year in the U.S. And bi- diapers do not biodegrade. Yeah. Like just horrible, yeah, horrible gross stuff like that. Yep. Um. Yeah. And it says, and it says, okay, each of us makes 4.86 pounds of garbage a day now. Um, and that's after the recycling. That's like 150 pounds a month, right. basically. Yeah, we're gross monsters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so we've talked a lot about garbage. What's uh, what about the actual book? I, all like, I read was the like information charts. Oh, okay, all right. was oh, yeah, supposed that, to, that, to. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> but uh, like, like you know, like. Like you said earlier, like, there's not much of a story here. Yeah, it's more like, there, you know, there is characters moving through this situation. Right. And, like, they're learning from it and telling us about it, but it's not like, you know, it's not like, I don't know. It's not like a three there's act, five, no yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, the, the, mostly the story of JB and, like, him just figuring out all this stuff and just learning how to deal with, like, just what he does for a living now right and just the sort of weird characters that kind of float in and out of his life you Mm -hmm. know due to that you know experience oh yeah like the kind of people that are kind of attracted or or that stay in a position like that right and uh but like you know like like the characters are all pretty well you know fleshed out for the most part Mm -hmm. you know uh they're diverse they're they're very diverse diverse cast yeah so yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean it's a like two hundred and fifty page book yeah. and I like flew through it and I was really disappointed when it was over. Yeah. Like I wish there was about another hundred pages of it. Right. I uh read most of it on my lunch breaks at work. Uh you know, so it took me about, uh, about forty minutes each day reading mm-hmm. so. Uh as I was, you know accumulating uh garbage at my desk. Anyway, <laughs> uh <laughs> But you know like yeah it's 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 very interesting and uh, parts of it are hilarious. Oh yeah. Uh especially uh you know the character of McGee I think is my favorite Magee, character. In the he's book. so weird. Yeah. He's the one that was usually at the at the cemetery yeah, doing work yeah. there. And Occasionally roped into to doing some trash collecting too. Right. But yeah he's just like this weird mustached weirdo dude cowboy boot wearing. Yeah. Fight getting into strange dude yeah, yeah, he's he was awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 like it is very well written and it's very interesting and it's pretty funny. But you know, yeah, you're also inundated with like all these facts, right? That like you know it's like after reading this book, even though I like I can't remember specifics, like it is definitely something that's gonna stick in my head. Oh yeah, as far as just yeah, because every time you read one, you're like that can't be. A- Right. Right. That's that's like ten times as much as I thought it would be. Right. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like learning like all about the like dumps and like what happens to them like when they close, oh, yeah. you know, eventually they get full. And how they like there's literally no way to a hundred percent um contain them. Like right. they they've put all these different layers of different things to prevent seepage and yeah. runoff and They've never found a way to 100% contain it. It's always leaking horrible things into, you know, the soil. And And then there's just the fact that, like, even though there's like certain things that, like, we as citizens, you know, can do to, like, you know, sort of help, like, you know, by recycling, by not throwing away like electronics or batteries or stuff like that Mm -hmm. or chemicals. Right. And and yet we do anyway because we're just like it's easier. It's just easier yeah. and we're just ignorant monster fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just you know, and and I'm not, you know uh ecologically minded myself, you know, like like you know, I'm I'm you know, I've I've always been one to sort of rush to hey, you fucking hippie kind of, you know, attitude. <laughs> but like even like that just sort of, you know, it's like, oh man, like we we are just fucking ourselves <laughs> yeah i mean i recycle but even even like it says in here i mean what whatever you do it's it's probably not enough right just because of just how much trash we accumulate and how much waste there is out right. there you know it's, so you know it's what insane. i think we need to do is we just need to go back to basics like yeah. caveman basics yeah and just like hunt and kill our own food and don't package anything but... exactly, yeah. And, and just use every bit of every last thing that we can for whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, but luckily, I think uh, you know after after our, our fair president gives us uh, our uh, nuclear war that he's been begging for, I think I think we'll be heading there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making America great. He's looking at us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, Durf's art, I, I'm sure we talked about it when we did, uh, um, Dahmer. Yeah. Dahmer, but. I love it. I think it's he's great, Amazing. Yeah. Like, he's. It's, I think he's a master cartoonist. Like, he it really just looks incredible it. and it tells the story and, like, he's, it's, it's very detail oriented, but it's, like, super cartoony, almost oh yeah. caricature ish. Uh, you know, yeah, like, like, but at the same time, like, it's not, Overtly flashy or anything right. like that. Like like it just it tells the story it needs to. Yeah, it's like a it's like a much less exaggerated Peter Bag. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I I love that. Like I like Peter Bagg, but right. to me sometimes like it's a little too exaggerated, like it sure. just kinda like it's kinda kooky or whatever. But uh I love Durf Sard. I mean if he you know, if he was drawing just about any book I would I would take a look at it or, right. or buy it. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's a good comics guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, he's not the first trash man to become a famous cartoonist. Oh, I'm aware. Mr. Jim Woodring. Yeah. I think we probably talked about that before, probably. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure there's others. Probably. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do in the pursuit of uh, your art. Right. It's like, well, you know, I can work some corporate job where my brain is drained all day or I can take this job where I don't necessarily have to use my brain power but you don't have to deal with a lot of people right but you know I'm sure like a job like this you know like after a day of doing it you're physically fucking exhausted Yeah, yeah. like there's a scene where JB like after a shift like he goes home and like takes a shower and like like, like, in that moment, like reading that panel or series of panels where he's taking a shower, like, I felt, like, you know, Relief. how he must have yeah. felt, you know, like, just, like, washing all that shit off of him. Yeah. You know, just, like, with the hot water, just, just pouring over you, getting rid of the filth. Right. Like, I felt that. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, finally. Right? <laughs> and, and, I mean, clearly that is, uh, you know, a tribute to, to, the kind of storytelling that Durf can pull off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's the master of just, like, there's all these little, you know, like, little movement lines or, like, flies or little dirt details on things, okay. and you just really, you can feel it and smell it all. Oh, yeah. Know? Like when various characters get, like, pelted with shit. Oh, yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not, like, a cute way, you know, it's not like, you know, some adorable cute version of like, you know, I don't know, Mother Goose and Grimm, like where the right. litter box the litter box is stinky. Yeah. No, um, nope. <laughs> and I mean I love Mother Goose and Grimm, but I mean it's just, yeah, it's like oh well, you can you can it's very visceral. Right. <laughs> but it's not like I said before, it's not overly gratuitous. Like no, there's never just like a big pile of steam and maggots. Right. You just like kind of see the edge of it or something and yeah. you're like, oh Yeah. So uh if you got the stomach for it, i definitely recommend this book. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Very and, good. And also, you know, you, you'll learn a thing or two. Yeah, yeah, and if you're smarter than us, you may retain it. Sure, yeah. Or, or put it to use. Possibly, yeah. I know I won't. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen how I live. <laughs> <laughs> We're all trying in our own way. Uh, I, guess. I guess some of us could try a little harder. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll. Yeah, recycle, folks, yeah. and, uh, quit, quit wasting so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that includes me and you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, trashed. Yeah. Thumbs up. Very good. Yeah. I look forward to whatever he does next. He's, he's it? And, and his, uh, I guess my friend Dahmer, the movie, is doing very well. It's winning some awards. It's, it's not officially out yet. But, uh, and it'll be in. People seem to enjoy it. It'll be a, a wider release in theaters next month. Yep. So maybe yep. people should check it out. Check it out, or just go read the fucking comic. Oh and... yeah, I, I I hope that that movie does help the sales of his books and makes him, you know. Right. I, I don't I don't care if he's a millionaire. I mean, I'm just right, saying. Like, right, I right. hope he sticks with comics. Like, you know, he can afford to do it. And right. I'm hope, sure he can, and I'm sure you know. Just to license the book, I'm sure he got a healthy yeah, check. You know, that's good. But it's also like an independent feature, and you know, not a ton right. of big stars or anything. Yeah. I think like some like Disney mega star guy is like playing Dahmer in it. Oh wow! But like that's like the really only real name in the movie. Wow. You know? uh, that's so funny, yeah. Uh, but I yeah, I look forward to seeing that, and you know, still love that book. I guess I look forward to seeing that. Like, like you know, I read a book on Dahmer when I was in high school. Sure. But I couldn't imagine ever having a shred of interest in anything Dahmer-related post that. Right. Other than the comic book. Right. But I'm kind of thinking about seeing the movie just because it's based on the comic book. Sure. But I, I would have no interest in just a, a movie based on Dahmer. Sure. Like, no interest at all. But you've read the book. But I've read the book. Which you enjoyed. But I enjoyed it because it's a comic. Right. Well, you also enjoyed it because it was good. It, I mean, it was good, and because it wasn't what you thought it was going to no, be. No, exactly. It yeah. was. It's, it's if you haven't listened or read the book, it's not like you know. It's about, not like a gratuitous play-by-play. No, yeah. it's it's about you know Jeffrey Dahmer growing up as a teenager, like yeah, and just basically seeing, like, you know, just what kind of person he was to become the serial killer that we all know that Jeffrey Dahmer was and and the circumstances that lead up to that, but not him, like, you know, killing people and eating them. Right. You know, it's just sort of realizing that, oh, like, we all could know a serial killer just because we have, like, a weirdo friend that we kind of make fun of. Right. But, like, you know, he's really going through a lot of shit that right. we all could have prevented. I, I was... I just heard very recently about a cartoonist that murdered his girlfriend. Yeah, I, I've heard that story as well. Uh, I forget his name. Yeah, I don't remember. But like He worked on this, this baseballs cartoon show. Uh, I don't know about that. And then he did a graphic novel where, he, where a character, like, did a very similar, like, murder yeah. to what he ended up doing. Yeah. Uh, th- there's another layer to that story as well. Like, apparently he really didn't do much with that graphic novel. Uh, like, okay. he just sort of had the basic idea of it, and then, like, two other guys wrote it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about it at my work yeah. when we were doing files the other night. And yeah. I was like, huh, I've never, never, I've never heard, heard about, about it. it. No, uh, no, uh, two of them. Was... Yeah, uh, yeah, there's, there's layers to that, yeah. to that tale. But, yeah. Uh, I've heard that as well. Uh,. No, yeah, like, like, you know, yeah, if because if... because I know you thought when when I picked you know my friend Dahmer, you're just like, oh, it's gonna be this gratuitous story about like you know Jeffrey Dahmer being a cannibal. Yeah, you know, it's I, not, really I really did. Really totally, I totally, I totally thought it was gonna be yeah, like, like more of like a Mike Diana type of thing, right? You know, yeah, which I'm not against reading, sure, uh, because comics. Great. I'll try anything once with comics. But, yeah, no, Durf's great. He's he's very good at what he does. Alright. Let's take a pause. Sure. And we'll be back. Alright. Yeah.
1: Oh, garbage dump! Oh, garbage dump! What I call the garbage dump! Garbage jump, oh garbage jump! oh God that sums it up in one big love.
0: Welcome back to Gutter Tracks. I do not enjoy that.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Really?
0: So we actually, I actually met Durf yesterday. Oh yeah, for the first time ever. Nice. It's Kind of weird. Yeah. Um, do you have him sign this book? No. Why not? <laughs> Thought about it, but I, I, I ended up buying um, punk rock and trailer trash. Is that what it's called. Punk rock and trailer parks, trunk, par- trunk park and trailer, man. Yep, I bought that one. <laughs> um Yeah, punk rock and trailer parks. Uh, I bought that one from him because that's the only thing that I hadn't read, and uh, he did a sketch of joey Ramon inside of it for yeah, me. It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I just had him sign that one. I was like, ah, I'll, maybe if I see him again, I'll take this one and have him sign it. But, um. I'm looking forward to reading that one, because I, I really like punk rock. Sure. Who who doesn't? A lot of people. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, but was really nice. We talked, actually, for a while about... Because there was nobody else at his table, and uh, I just, like, lingered until somebody else showed up. Um, actually, you know, it's funny. When I walked up, there was a girl there. She was probably, like, a 20-year-old girl. And she was like,
1: oh, my God, did you really know Jeffrey Dahmer?
0: And he was like, "Yes, I did," <laughs> and like in such a way that I'm like, "This is the twenty thousandth time right, right. he's answered this question." Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> and she's like, "That's so cool." She's she's like, "Me and my mom are the, we're like really into serial killer stuff and serial killers." And he's like, "He's like, oh, I know the type," <laughs> and uh, and she was like, and he's like, "Yeah, you should go see the movie. It's coming out, you know, next month and." And then she left, and he just kind of, like, he didn't, like, you know, visibly shrug or sigh. But right, you could tell right. he was just like, oh, right. you know? ugh. <laughs> but I talked to and him. And then you went up and said, oh, my God, are you really a garbage man? <laughs> Did you used to throw Jeffrey Dahmer's trash away? What was that like? <laughs> Did you get to see Oliver Lacey's head in the garbage can? <laughs> This is a deep cut, yeah, that's <laughs> super, <laughs> <weird>. literally <laughs> take his head off, oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but uh, we talked about Marvel comics, Ooh. wow, and uh it was it was awesome, like he knows a lot about the direct market and the current situation, and we we talked about the lenticular cover thing where you have to order so many books, and yeah, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm sure. You know, thousands of copies of all these Marvel books are going to end up in landfills, just, you know. Right. And, uh, he was like, yep. Cause, <laughs> cause I don't know if, you know, <clears throat> the majority of our listeners, which is Neil Sobleski. Sure. Uh, knows this, the situation where Marvel is making retailers order. It's like, uh, what is it? 150% basically of what you normally order of, say, Captain America. Right in order to be allowed to order the lenticular cover of that same title. Right. And that is not to say if you order 10 copies normally, you can order 15 copies and have them all be lenticulars. That is to say you have to order 15 copies of the regular shitty cover that nobody wants, right. and then you can tack on that the lenticular numbers, as many as you want. Right. And it's basically encouraging people to, to just order... Tons of books they don't want and yep. that their customers probably don't want. Right. In order to get a few that they do want. Right. It's so, just fucking stupid. So there have been numerous comic stores that have declared that they will not be ordering any of the lenticular covers mm-hmm. because of that shitty policy. Yeah. Uh, what's Maverick's stand on that? We did not increase our numbers on anything. Good. But we ordered two books that we had ordered enough to get a few lenticulars anyway. Right. So we ordered like five extra copies of the lenticulars because it was like old man, Logan and captain America. I think we're the only two that had been selling well enough that we increased our numbers slightly. Right. And so we are like, well, you know, we'll be, we'll basically, instead of like adding two to our numbers, we'll be adding like, you know, we'll add five instead, but those five will be sellable covers. So right. other than that though, we did not order, like there was a couple where I was like, we could order, you know, one or two extra copies and get it, but it's a book that we barely sell, so I'm not going to do it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah. Just fuck that. Yeah, it's it's fucking stupid. Like, at least DC Comics, as kind of boring and uninteresting as their books look to me, at least they let you order as many of their variants as you want. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, hey, if, if you can sell this, order it in whatever quantity you want. And Marvel are just being total dicks about it. So we talked about that for like a good five minutes. It was, it was nice. Did he shake his fist at the clouds and, then uh, just <laughs> kind of grumble like an old man? Cause he, cause he, that's kind of how he comes off <laughs> online about a lot of things. He, no, he just, I mean, he, he didn't like get angry or anything. He was, he was just like basically, his point was, um, that the industry hasn't learned anything from its mistakes in the 90s. Right. He, he says he wouldn't be surprised if Marvel does end up st- like, no longer publishing, you know, what they call the floppies, the monthlies, mm. and just goes to, you know, graphic novels. And even though, like, if Disney doesn't really make that much money or what they consider much money on the monthlies, they should see it as a promotional tool for their movies. They should, but also that's never worked. Like, you know, no matter how popular, like, a Captain America movie is, like, the comics themselves never really increase in sales. Not significantly. I mean, we I've definitely noticed the months that a movie is being promoted, we we sell a few more. Mm -hmm. Like, we sell more Spider-Man when there's a Spider-Man movie out, or more Batman. Um, But nobody holds to it. No, no. Like, there's that small spike, and then... Like, we sold a ton of Suicide Squad the first couple issues, because I think issue one came out, like the same week as the movie, yeah. and then after that, it like significantly dropped off and yeah. stuff like that. Maybe it didn't help because the movie was <laughs> fucking garbage. <laughs> that's what Speaking I of trash. That's what I hear. I've never seen it, and I hopefully never will. I hope you never do yeah. either. But I, I wish I never had. <laughs> yeah, it was two and a half hours of my life. I'm never <laughs> getting back. But yeah, so I mean, my, basically, my point is, Durf, was he was really cool and. A uh, nice dude, and I enjoyed talking to him. And he, he is a very nice guy in person. Uh, online, he is very curmudgeonly, and he does kind of come off as a guy who, like, you know, definitely lived a punk rock lifestyle at one point, and just is still maintaining it as hard as he can, <laughs> right. like, well into his fifties. Like, fuck the the corporate yeah, yeah. stuff. <clears throat> I did like he even said I. I I mentioned how I, I think Marvel has made a lot of good decisions as far as, um, kind of pulling from the pool of indie artists over the years and, you know, like, like Mike Allred has done Silver Surfer and FF and Ecstatics and, you know, they've, they've, you know, they've hired a lot of people that I never would have expected to be doing Marvel comics. Right. Um, like big titles. And I think that's a smart move, but, um, so at least, I don't know, for a corporation, at least they're, trying to find something cooler as opposed to just hanging on to the old school forever. Sort of. But, you know, they still do event after event after event after oh, event yeah. after crossover after crossover. Yeah, and, it's terrible. And, you know, I heard they're doing a weekly Avengers book coming up. That's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, that's... Okay. That could be bad. Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> DC did all those terrible weekly events yep. and, uh, like, the first Two weeks always sells pretty well. Right. And then the other 50 don't. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck the man. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, sometimes Durf isn't wrong about what well, he's talking well, about. sure, right? yeah. Um, well, yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff both Marvel and DC could be doing, I feel, that, that you know, would probably help, but they just don't. Mm-hmm uh and then like you know you do have things where like you know they made Captain America a Nazi and you know like they're like in total denial that like that may have actually hurt them somehow in the long run but you know they're also doing their best to just sort of like oh that that never happened what it the, yeah i mean it was just unbelievable cuz there's no way like an esteemed american um like icon or position in america would be held by someone who supports Nazis. Right. I mean, that is no, just—it's crazy. It's so, I mean, it's fiction. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Would you call it it's like fake, fake, fake news? Fake news, maybe. Or sort of. I mean, it's not really news, but oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so where did you meet Derf? Um, I was uh, at CXC. Cartoon Crossroads Columbus. Uh, where's that at? Columbus. So high. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and you were there with me. What? I didn't meet Derp. <laughs> You've met him before. Yeah, that's true. Did you? You didn't talk to him at all. Uh, I did not. Okay. Uh, I I couldn't remember if you went over there. I was sort of waiting towards the, the end of our day there to to go around spending money because I actually I did want to buy a copy of Punk Rock Trailer Price for myself. Uh, but, uh, by the time that, uh, we got around to, to me being willing to spend my money, uh, he was at a panel. Yeah. And then we got tired. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about conventions is, I mean, you know, okay. Sometimes you can find books. Like I saw a couple books that were there for sale, for sale, um, that aren't out yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's cool. Right. Or the result, al- or there's also like the chance to get them like sketched in or autographed. Right. But Yeah, I mean, if I was going to buy his book, I probably wouldn't buy it at a convention unless, like, he was there to sign it or sketch it or do do a little drawing or whatever. Yeah, because I I waffled. I was like, well, I mean, like, there is somebody there at his table. Like, you know, I could... You could buy it. I could buy the book, but, like... You You might even convince her to draw something on it. Sure. (laughs) But she had nothing to do with it. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, I wanted... Yeah, part of the point of, like, buying stuff at a convention to me is to, like, buy it directly from the person who made that thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and at least get them to sign it, if not, you know. It's always a bonus when they, like, like, I, I like, I, yeah, like, I don't want, like, you know, oh, could, could you draw something? Yeah. You know, but, like, if they You're always do hoping it, they do. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, I'm totally into that. I'm always a little disappointed when they don't, like, at least... Like, I mean, even like, we met Chip Zdarsky, and even he drew like little hearts or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I mean, you know, even, even that was like, yeah, hey, that's cute or yeah. cool. But like, like. Well, like, uh, he, he, uh, Chip Zdarsky signed my, uh, hardback, uh, Just the Tips book. Yeah. And, uh, he drew like cum stains in it. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, that was far <laughs> beyond anything I expected. Right? Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, yeah when, yeah, like, yeah. when they don't, when they don't do a sketch, I I wouldn't say I'm disappointed. I'm, maybe I'm a little disappointed, uh, but it, it's not like I'm like, how dare they not sketch? Right, him? right yeah. But I'm always like, oh, okay, he didn't, yeah. he didn't sketch it. That's cool, I guess. You, I'm yeah. not, I'm not disappointed when that doesn't happen, because uh, it's not you know, it's not expected. It's not expected. It's not really the time of the place, and you know, like if there's people behind you, right. like At least me when I'm standing in a line to meet a creator like I'm just like okay like there's people behind me I really don't want to take up as much time as right. possible some people don't have that <laughs> uh right you know that forethought uh but like I will say this like uh Evan Dorkin was there and I had a, a book for him to sign and uh, I've met him like four or five times now in the past and had him sign stuff for me then and he usually does draw like a little sketch Mm -hmm. Like, in everything that I've had him sign. It's like a head sketch or whatever. Yeah, just like a... A milk of cheese Right, yeah, or just, just like, you know, like, a little head, and then, like, you know, them saying something funny. Uh, He did not do it on on the book that I had him sign uh, this year. And I did walk away a little bit disappointed. Right. But, like, it's only because, like, he's done it every other time that I met him. Yeah. And so, but like, you know, I'm also not going to be like, what the fuck, Evan? (laughs) Right? (laughs) I know, um, the, the sketch that Derf did for me, I mean, it's, it's like huge. Yeah. Like it takes up the majority of the page that he sketched in and he like inked it. I mean, it's like nice. Yeah. And so the book was $16 and I handed him a 20 and I was like, he he was like, oh, I'll get you some change. I was like, oh, I'll just keep the change. I mean, I was like, we're doing a sketch. And he's like, no, he's like, no, the sketches are free. (laughs) <laughs> and and he like found the four dollars and gave right. it back to me. But I was like, I would totally have been happy to pay four dollars for that sketch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was a twenty dollars sketch. Yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, right, that's super awesome. No. And also, yeah, like you didn't ask for it. You no. didn't expect it. And luckily, like I said, nobody else was there at his table, so that's probably right. why he took the time. Because I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I've never met him before, so I don't know if he always does that. Right. But it was a pretty detailed sketch. So. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, we, uh, Chip Zdarsky was there as well, and, uh, we, uh, he was signing first thing when the convention opened, and there was uh, a couple people in front of us, and they got sketches from him, and I guess he was doing those for free as well, and he was doing, like, full, like, they, they were giving him, like, blank, uh, sketch covers, covers, right? And, like, like, even with characters he doesn't, he's not associated what, with. What was he doing? I didn't see it. Uh, he did a Darth Vader on a Star Wars card. Ah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Because, I, like, I know that when he does, like, some bigger conventions, like, he charges, uh, like, his usual thing is, like, uh, if you pay him $20, he'll draw anything that you want. If you pay him $5, he'll draw anything he wants. <laughs> which I think is a super awesome policy. Oh, yeah. I would totally go for the $5. Yeah, so, so would I. Darth Vader is a hard character. Yes, just it to, is. To draw out of your mind, uh-huh. too. Yeah. And there's a lot going on there with that mouth. And- right. Like, proportions of the weird helmet thing. Right, right. Yeah, that's cool. How do you do that? Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, but like, so, uh, Matt Fraction, uh, Chip Zdarsky, and Kelly DeConnick were all there, and, uh, you and I went to their panel, uh, which was at noon, and then right after they had a signing, uh, and so, uh, me and our friend Neil got in line for, you know, uh, uh, Fraction in Kelly Sue, and uh, it was kind of a clusterfuck because I, I think what happened was like, you know, right after the panel, like basically everyone who was attending that panel just like rushed hey, into their tables. Right? Uh, and so there were a lot of people online, and and this like the the volunteers and people who worked there like had to kind of reorganize a lot of things like huh. last minute to sort of. A, comedy, a comedy, right, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they, they initially, like, Kelly and Matt were, like, sitting next to each other. And so people were, like, you know, in line. They went up to Matt to get something signed, and they sort of formed a new line for Kelly. And, but then, like, both lines sort of just sort of, like, came at, mm. like, a uh, uh,
1: crossroads. Right.
0: <laughs> and, uh, like, it, it just got horribly fucked up from that point on. Right. And then Chip showed up. <laughs> Uh, so, like, nobody knew anything that was happening. <clears throat> and then Kelly, uh, she likes to talk to people. Yeah. And uh, so so that took a while. But, like, so I'm standing in line waiting for Kelly after I'd had Matt sign some stuff. And so people are going up to Matt to get stuff signed. And there was a guy who, like, had a book. And he was like, hey, could you draw something in this? And Matt just kind of looked at him. And, like, you know, I'm, like, two feet away from him. <laughs> And so he's like, I don't draw. He's like, well, yeah, but, like, I would I really love it if you drew something in, in this. And I think it was Last of the Independents or something like that. Uh, some, I think that's a book in. I don't remember. That uh, um, and, uh, or Last Days of American Crime. I can't remember if that's him or hmm. uh, Rick Remender. But something like that. It had the word last in it. <laughs> uh, was it the Last Supper? The retelling? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but it was a trade. And, uh... Like, so, so Matt, like, had signed, like, the, the cover page or whatever, and, like, you know, there's, like, the inside front cover was blank. And, uh, the guy was like, oh, I would really love it if you drew something. I was like, I, I don't draw. <laughs> like, 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 literally, I cannot <laughs> draw a thing. Like, I'm a writer. And yeah, the guy was like, oh, I just drew, I'd really love it if you drew anything. Like, uh, like, I don't care, I just want you to draw something. And he's like, well, I, would, I can draw, like, a whale? <laughs> he was like, oh, that would be great. It's like, okay. And, like, like you know, he, <laughs> I guess he drew a whale for this guy. Well. But, like, you know, it was like, man, what an asshole that guy is right. to just, like, specifically ask this yeah. guy to draw. Especially after he, like, says, oh, I'd really kind of, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Right? To, like, to push it. Right. Know. But then not only that, like, you know, he's at that point also wasting the time of, like, oh, yeah. A hundred people who are standing behind. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, like like I, I, you know, like like I get you know going up to an artist and asking for a sketch or whatever, especially if you're willing to pay. Yeah, you know. But like if you're just going up and expecting a sketch for free and then demanding a (laughs) sketch for free from anyone, especially someone who doesn't really do that, right? Uh, You're you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crappy. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, but but uh yeah, it was it was a fun time. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, it. Seriously, it's one of the best conventions I've ever been to, mm-hmm. and and I sort of like I want every convention I go to to take place in the library. Oh yeah, <laughs> wasn't it? It yeah. was nice. Because uh, because a there's like a lot of room you know and it's it's still like a relatively small convention for the most part Mm -hmm. uh there's like a hundred guests hundred exhibitors i mean and uh but like you know but the building is is such a large space that like you can and and it's still a functioning library oh yeah it's not like they closed the library oh yeah yeah they couldn't do it like at the like the library down the road here right yeah because it's tiny they right. could do it, like, at the downtown one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Uh, but, yeah, this takes place in, like, a massive, like, museum-sized... Oh, yeah. ...like, government-building type The Metropolitan. Yeah. yeah. The, big, the big one. And, uh... But, like, you know... Like, you and I, we, we have anxiety problems. Oh, all the time. Yeah. You know? But, you know... and And one good thing is also that they always have just a ton of panels... Mm -hmm. Like, like, one after another, like, multiple at a time, there are panels scheduled. Yep. Uh, I love that, too. So, you can just go and escape for a while, Mm -hmm. like, if it gets to be too much, and just, like, sit somewhere quietly. Yeah, I would say the second panel we went to was packed. Yes, it was. But, but it was also in a much smaller. But but even that was, uh, it wasn't, like, anxiety inducing, because, like I said, it was calm, and everybody was just chilling. Right matt and chip were saying really funny shit yeah so. yeah so yeah it was a good time i would i'll definitely go back next year Oh yeah. i'm excited to see who they who they get because mm-hmm. yeah i mean because we went last year for one day yeah or i, I went, for, you one went day. for one day and um uh, completely different roster of guests so for the most part i mean there's some crossover like like the especially the local there's yeah i saw some of the same columbus cartoonists there right. but like nate powell was there both years Durf, you know uh you know no event skyver obviously because he lives in columbus Mm -hmm. you know uh, some of the same smaller press self-published people were there too uh but you know like like matt fraction kelly sue and chips and are fairly bigger names Mm -hmm. probably the biggest names that they had there yeah um you know, obviously they were new to the whole thing. And Senti, who uh, wrote Longshot and Daredevil and a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, she was there. Kyle Baker, yeah. Uh, so you know, they get a good mix, I think, of like really big names and then you know, small press, small press, and you know, uh, yeah, it's 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 very much like a mix between like you know, space, like in its early years, and like. Uh, like, Jim City in its early years. Right, you know? yeah. Like, they're not getting, you know, I mean, I guess Matt Fraction is probably like a huge name, but, you know, uh, but, you know, they're not pulling, like, you know, Brian Bendis or anything right. like that, but, yeah. you know, they're also, you know, uh, they don't really need to. Th- yeah, yeah, they don't need to. They, yeah. They've got, you know, plenty of the small press. Like, it's very independent-minded. Mm-hmm. Is is Fraction doing any Marvel stuff at all anymore? No. Nope. 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 Okay. It's so just like occasionally Casanova and then sex criminals pretty much. Uh yeah. And I'm sure he's got other stuff. He's just working on a comic mm-hmm. called uh Neil of this uh Adventure Man. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. From uh Sparkle Comic Sparkle Comics. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh no, yeah, he's he's only doing Stuff from Image at this point and Kelly Sue as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Zdarski is doing Marvel stuff. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they both kind of left Marvel and Zadarsky, like, kind of yeah. went all in with Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sell out. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like, yeah, there were two different panels with uh, both those guys. Uh, and, and, I mean, there was some interesting stuff that they mentioned. You know, mm-hmm. It was like, Zadarsky, at least, you know, he's like, you know, he like, because of sex criminals, like, you can send He's, his kid to college. He gets, right, right. And also, like, he was like, you know, Marvel keeps offering me work, and I turn down most of it. Yeah. And, like, they don't understand why. They're like, this is so weird. Right. We'll pay you, like, tens of thousands of dollars. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's great. I'm really stoked. I mean, that is cool that he actually wants to do some of these characters, especially... Right. ...like these little-known characters like Howard the Duck and Spider-Man and... Right, right. ...and these little... The obscure <laughs> ones. Right. But... But, no, yeah, he's awesome. I think he's one of my favorite writers currently working in comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, yeah, it was, it was a fun show. And, you know, I know I bought... Yeah, I didn't buy a ton of, like, you know, small press stuff, but I bought a few, you mm-hmm. know. And, uh, I went home with more than I expected to. Great. Uh, I think, you know, uh, I probably would have bought more, but, you know, I was just like, hey, I probably not... I blow my entire should, wad yeah. I should have followed your your suit there. <laughs> I think I spent like seventy bucks and I was I was expecting to spend like thirty, right? Maybe forty. I I spent about sixty, seventy dollars yeah. as well. Yeah, but but also that, there was a lot of good stuff. There though. was a ton of good stuff, yeah. Uh I will say the majority of what I spent though was on one book. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, like I did buy a, a $40 graphic wow. novel there, so. Oh, yeah, you bought, uh, yeah. some book that we might talk about later? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a fun show, and, you know, like, I know last year you and I, we went, they had a thing at the museum across the street, uh, where they had, uh, like an exhibit up for, like, a resident artist, and then they also had, uh, the Seth and uh, uh, Ben Catcher. Oh yeah, that was uh, great uh, panel. Yeah, uh, we didn't do anything like that this year. Like we pretty much stayed in the museum mm-hmm. for the most part. But yeah, they had a lot going on. Yeah. in the museum. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like they had the two panels that we really for, wanted to go for the to the library. Yeah, no, nothing. And because uh, because yet again another trip to Columbus uh, without getting a chance to go to the Billy Ireland <laughs> right? cartoon Museum, but. We'll make it. Yeah, we will. Uh, but, like, yeah, there were two panels that we wanted to go to, and then, like, you know, I I did literally spend, like, 40 minutes in line waiting to get Kelly Sue's autograph. Right. Uh, you know, and then, like, by the time, like, the second panel we went to ended, like, I was like, I haven't even walked around to, look to at, like, look oh, at yeah. anything yet. Yeah. And so it's like, that's going to be at least an hour of doing that. Right. And then by the time, like, we would have finished... We would have had, like, half an hour at the most. Right. At the museum, that's... Yeah. And then by the time we left anyway, it was only, like, 4.30, mm-hmm. and there just clearly was not going to be enough time anyway, right. so... But, I mean, it's it's a really laid-back show, mm-hmm. uh, and there's, yeah, there's lots of interesting things, and then it's just... It's a great, great show. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I love it. I'm so glad that Columbus has become this, like, comics mecca. Yeah. It's amazing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you, I mean, it's only been, you know, relatively a few hours since, uh, since we've done this, but, uh, have you, did you read anything? Yeah. Yeah, I I, read like about half a dozen books that I bought last night. Um, yeah, there were some good ones. Um, there, I didn't read anything that, that I'm like, man, this is my new favorite thing. Um, but I, you know, I read, I bought some stuff by people I'd never heard of and I read some of those and they were good. And, right. Um, but probably, probably my favorite thing that I read, um, and I didn't even show you this, I don't think, because it was like one of the last things I bought while well, you were looking around and I was talking to the guy at Kilgore Books. Um, he had this little mini comic called Paid for it. Mm-hmm. And it had the same color scheme and, um, like, font as Paying For It by Chester Brown. Yeah. And so I went over and I, like, picked it up and I was, like, I, I opened it up and there's art from Paying For It by Chester Brown in it. And I was, like, what is this? <laughs> and he goes, okay, here's what this is. <laughs> he said, so he said, so you know Joe Matt? And I was, like, oh, I, I love Joe Matt. Yeah. He's, like, you know, he's really good friends with Chester Brown. He said he had this idea he wanted to put out a mini-comic that was like his version, like, like a weird fictitious version of, of paying for it. And he said that, um, Chet was okay with it. He was like, yeah, that's fine. And John and Quarterly was not cool with publishing it. They were like, we don't want to publish that. I'm sorry. Right. Even though, even though they published those two cartoonists, they were like, you know, I, they, for whatever reason, they didn't want to do it. Sure. Ar- artistic integrity. So. <laughs> So for Kilgore books, they were like, "Well, we'll do it," and and Joe was like, "Hell yeah!" So what he did was he took—it's like those old, you know, those like comics where they take fifties comics and change the dialogue. Yes. He just took all these different panels from paying for it, and and changed all the dialogue so that Chester Brown is the hooker, <laughs> <laughs> and all these different women are coming to him, <laughs> and it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and like he signed it it's credited to Chesty Matt <laughs> and it it's pretty good like if if you're a fan of those people listeners it's only three dollars and you can get it from Kilgore Books in wow. Colorado that's awesome like, yeah I, I definitely want to read that now yeah I mean, because I've read paying for it it's pretty it's short I mean it's like eight pages or something yeah, but, but it's hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah and asked him about Joe Matt, like what Joe was doing other than that, and he said he said he's doing a lot of painting and yeah. he's he's not really doing comics anymore. Yeah. And I guess he's just kinda done. I so, know, uh recently there was he did a short, like, one page thing recently. Uh just sort of about how he moved from where he was living to like Los Angeles town. Oh, okay. And like how he had like given up on porn entirely, but well, that's good. Uh, he seemed yeah. to have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it, it also comes off as very self-deprecating at times and, like, you know, sort of, you know, that kind of thing where you're just like, oh yeah, like, I'm, I'm totally not into, like, that kind of thing anymore. Definitely not. Totally not into that kind of thing. It doesn't bother me at all that I'm, I'm totally not into that anymore. That kind of progression. Right. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I would love to see him do a graphic novel about his experiences trying to sell Peep Show to was it like HBO or yeah, Showtime yeah. or something? Um, I'm sure he has, cause like that deal did not go through. Right. And I'm sure he was out there for years trying to sell it and working on that. So. Right. I would love to see that as a graphic novel, but. Yeah, apparently he's not, not really actively cartooning mm-hmm. as like a day job anymore. Anyway. Yeah. But Joe Matt's great. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. times. Good times. Good times indeed. So, uh, I guess I should uh, pick a book. Sure. So, uh, so yesterday at the show, uh, there, there was a book that I'd heard of that I'd been wanting to check out for a while. I think I first saw it at, like, a, uh, a bookstore, and then like, picked it up, and was like, wow, this looks great, and then, like, looked at the cover price and said, no, thank you. Hmm. Uh, and, um, and then you wound up mentioning it, like, not too long ago, I think, and, um, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I totally want to read that. Uh, and, uh, you mentioned it again yesterday, and that creator was there at the show. Oh, yeah. And, uh, for whatever reason you and our friend neil like decided that like well she possibly couldn't have any copies of it for sale there because it's sold out i was like well that seems dumb she's got to have copies otherwise why would she (laughs) be there right uh and she did she had like a ton of copies um but it's it was like a 40 dollar book and uh it's one of those things where yeah i could have just bought it off amazon for like 20 bucks and you know had it delivered to me tomorrow but, you know, like, it's there, and, you know, you can get it signed. And she gets all the 40 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and it's it's good to, to uh, support a creator, especially yeah. if you, you think you're going to be really interested in the work. and mm. It looks great. It really does. And I hope it is. I guess we'll find out for sure. Uh, but we are going to read uh, Emil Ferris's My Favorite Thing is Monsters, book yeah. one. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, I have not started it. Uh, I do have a copy, and I'm very excited to read it. As am I, as am I. Uh, but, yeah, like, also I kind of want to wait later in the day to buy it, because it is... Heavy. Like a thousand pages long or something <laughs> like that. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Definitely hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, like, you know, uh, so... Buying that book from her and getting it signed was maybe one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had at a show. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was like for you because uh, you got your copy signed as well. Uh, but they had chairs set up in front of the, her their table, right? Like for people to sit in, and like she sort of insisted that you sat. Oh yeah, and yeah. talked to her while she signed your book. Right. Which is. Super-duper weird. Yeah, I've never seen that before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, like I don't know about you, but, like, she, she wanted to, like, have a conversation with me about, like, where I'd heard of this book, and, like, oh, are you an artist? And, like, talking about art, and, you know, like, you know, just, just stuff. It was really... She's really cool. I like... It is very cool, and very personable. It was very... Like, she came off as being very European, but, mm. but she's... I'm... 99% sure she's American. Yeah. Um, but like just that whole approach and just like that nonchalance and everything, it was, it was just different. Yeah. Uh, like it was definitely not anything that I have ever seen before or ever expected. Rob Liefeld had me sit down across from him and well, he talked about okay. art with me and sure, sure. held my hand. Yeah. I mean, that was in my mind, but, oh, yeah, but yeah. it did happen. Just like the time you, uh, french kissed uh, french kissed uh, Chris Ware. <laughs> right. Oh, <right here. sighs> uh, those were the days. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, that, that was just, it was, it was bizarre to me. Yeah. Like, 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 not in just, like, what the fuck is this? And you know, it was just, like. Like, this is different. This is very different. Yeah. yeah I was like, I'll, I'll do this. Yeah. But, but like, I don't understand entirely why this yeah. is happening. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, maybe she's tired of, like. Strain her neck to look up at people be, who, be, knows? Yeah, yeah. who knows but yeah it was it was pleasant, yeah, and I guess it was her her husband or somebody that was there with her, uh, her husband or her boyfriend or something like I know that she told me that they they both uh they they uh uh they connected with each other over their shared love of cross hatching, oh wow, was that Rob The guy with the yep, yep, beard, yeah, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> I well, I look forward to reading that book. No, it was not Rob Liefeld because it's artful crosshatching, <laughs> not artless filling in space crosshatching. Right. So you think they'll have Liefeld in that next year show? It's uh, entirely possible. Yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> but then again, fucking. Tony Moore is going to be at our local wow. super tiny show. That is so weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't live that far from us. I mean, I an hour and a half probably, Something though. There. But but it's just weird because it's, it's super weird. They've never had a guest that's not from just like the right. area. Like like there's never been a guest bigger than you or me, <laughs> like at the show. There might be. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, a local legend, maybe. But the- but never anyone like more successful or popular than or, us. I think there was a there was a guy that did some like some sort of archie something. Oh, yeah. Or, Dan parents or, Yeah or, yeah, but, yeah but 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 I mean you know They're not but, Dan Parents. Uh, you know who Craig Boldman was it? Maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But 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 yeah Tony Moore. I was just like wow that's crazy. That's, that's a huge name. Yeah. I mean he hasn't done anything in like ten years, but it's still a uh, huge name. I, he's done like Venom or Deadpool or something. Else. I think that was like 10 years ago. Was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what is he doing now? Nothing. I mean, I've I seen a cover by him recently, but... He he had a spite con that he sold? Because I guess he was out of spite? I don't know. Well, that's good. Yeah. Or maybe he's just saving up his spite. To, For the, the Jim and Dan show. The Jim and Dan show, Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be there yeah. in some capacity or another. I'll be there to buy dollar books, yeah. and hopefully, with uh, Tony Moore there, uh, there won't be any lines in front of the dollar books. That's true. Oh, yeah. What if there's lines in front of the dollar books? Uh, yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll put them out in the hall where all the other shitty artists go. I, I think you. Could, I think I think they said they're putting them back where they did like the gaming corner before, and they're going to have like a like a bank style wraparound uh, thing. So. Because they expect a crowd for him, I would imagine. Yeah. people like zombies for some reason. Still, yep. I know that. then they know George Romero's dead? Right? Like this isn't yeah. this is not a thing anymore. Nope. Zombies are over. Yep. Uh, too bad they were over long before he was dead. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. My favorite thing is monsters. Yeah, a title that I am proud to have remembered the full exact <laughs> title of. Cause I kept calling it like, all I like is monster. Everything, everything I love is monster. Right, yeah. I can't believe it's not monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, check it out, people. Yeah. Alright. We'll, we'll be here again sometime. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Probably after we read that book. No, that'd be good. I, that's a good idea. It seems like a good I idea. Like yeah, I like right. that. Let me gameplay. just that okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright, goodbye. See ya.